Amazing. Hello, beautiful Katie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, guys, we're talking with Katie Wilkinson and she's a quantum creatrix and embodiment mentor. So welcome, Katie. Hi, Carly. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm super pumped for today's conversation. Oh my gosh. I've been so excited all week and I've been watching your, your journey. You've been traveling around and doing some amazing things and just really like living this beautifully aligned, magnetic and embodied life, which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I just came back from Sydney and then I'm heading off to Gold Coast in like nine days and living that freedom lifestyle that I dreamed of four years ago now when I quit my nine to five and all because I took the leap to start this business. Oh my gosh. How incredible. So can you tell us for the the beautiful ladies who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about who Katie is. And in particular, I'd love to know like what you really stand for. Yes. Okay. So I'm Katie Wilkinson. I'm based in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm a quantum mentor and embodiment coach. So what I really specialize in is helping feminine leaders and women on a mission to unleash their divine legacy. I really believe that we are on the brink of a breakthrough when it comes to global consciousness. And we need as many light workers, shadow workers, all of you know our spiritual leaders to rise up and collectively help the world with our gifts, right? So I do that in a way that's really connected to devotion. So putting your mission, putting your service first, while also integrating the quantum field manifestation and embodiment so it's a way that feels really holistic and grounded we're not here to hustle we're not here to force things but doing it in our own feminine magnetic way rooted in our power and to build a business that just feels so easeful Oh my gosh, absolutely. I got tingles when you said um about unleashing a divine legacy like I just think exactly as you said like we are on the brink of just magic in our universe. And I know I speak to so many women who are like, oh, I've got this thing that I really want to share, or I've got this thing that I want to bring to life, but you know, I'm afraid of failing or I'm afraid of being myself. I don't know what to do. Right. And did mm-hmm. you ever experience that before you launched into what it is that you do? Yes, 100%. I feel like, I mean, are you even human if you don't fear judgment, if you're you're like not scared, you know? And I think I honestly see that as like the initiation for most people when you are, you know, on the cusp, on that brink and deciding, you know, am I going to take the leap? And the thing is, I actually put an Oracle card on this yesterday on, on a question that I was asking. And it was like, remember that fear isn't a no, Fear is actually a yes. Like you still take the leap, even though you have fear. And I think what a lot a thing that stops a lot of people is they think they have to dissect their fear, alchemize their fear, you know, dissolve their fear before you move. But in fact, the more you stay stuck, the more that fear amplifies. And so it's really important that you go out there despite the fear. And that's what makes a great leader, right? So even mm-hmm. today's now, you know, still fears will come up, but I'll lean into that. And as soon as you take the leap, it's gone. I, I love to use the analogy, like imagine you're on a cliff and you're about to jump and or jump out of a plane. Like the, the more that you hesitate, the more that fear builds. And the moment you jump, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad anyway. And so <laughs> the the biggest and in easiest way to overcome fear is literally just to face the thing that you fear. Stop giving it power right? Stop giving it power and realize you own your fear by, you know, tackling it head on. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest myths is that like, oh, I can't, I can't take action until I am fearless. But is there a yeah. thing as fearless? I don't believe yeah. there is. <laughs> well, like I feel pretty fearless, but I'm fearless because I don't fear my fear. That's yeah. the thing. Like I use fear as such like an, an alchemization. I use it as such like a motivator. Like, you know, if we didn't have fear, also life would be boring. And it's like, what's the point of jumping out of a plane then if, if you didn't feel any fear, right? So it's actually your relationship that is surrounding the fear itself. Mm, that's so true. I heard this thing the other day. I can't remember where it was now. Um, but he said that your fear is just excitement without the breath. Yes. It's like when yes. you're fearing something, you're almost like holding your breath. If you can breathe into that, you can, you're like feeling excited. Mm, exactly. It's same with nervousness. I see it as it's like, if you're yeah. nervous, it's just your body getting prepared. Like you, it's mm. the adrenaline pumping. It's you really can see any emotion in the low frequency or the high frequency and you decide what it means to you. Oh my God. I love that so much. And the other thing I love Katie is just how authentically unapologetically you that you are on your socials. Okay. And I watched a story that you shared earlier today and you really talked about like this per level of personal power that you embody. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? And yeah, just really like the power of owning who you are. Mm, yes. Okay. So personal power, one of my favorite like words, phrases, it's actually my theme as well for this year. And oh, nice. how I define personal power is knowing that you always have a choice, right? And leaning into that version of yourself that is your highest self, that is in her power. And, you know, the thing is most people aren't, like we all have personal power. We all have power, regardless of who you are. Like we are the divine creators. It's just what um expression of your power are you letting out most mm. people are diluting it like most people are honestly operating at one percent of their power and that was me and we do this because we operate based on the external world so I don't have evidence yet so I'm not going to move I feel fear so I'm not going to move or um I'm afraid of judgment I'm not getting validated all of this, that is not in your personal power. To be in your power means to know and show up as the ultimate creator of your reality. Knowing that I get to manifest, I get to choose, I get to lead my life and it all comes down to me, right? And so are you going to allow things outside of you to dictate who you are or are you actually going to decide like this is who I am, right? And lead with that energy, lead with that conviction. So for me, tuning more into my personal power was actually doing the things that scared me so that I could alchemize and confront all of the fears that I did have. So for me, I wasn't in my power before because I had all these fears around judgment, around criticism, you know, people copying me. I just went into this whole spiral. But when I rose up, I realized actually all of this was, was reflecting back to me, the insecurities and wounds that I had in myself. I feared judgment purely because I judged myself. I feared rejection because I rejected myself, right? I feared criticism because I criticized myself. I feared cancellation because I knew that I could cancel myself, right? And so when you keep leaning into the things that, that you fear, you actually realize this has nothing to do with other people and it's all to do with myself. And so personal power is constantly coming back to where am I not in my power? Where am I not owning up to myself? Where am I operating on circumstantial power? Circumstantial power means I am only powerful 
based on my circumstances. When everything looks good, when I'm having a high cash month, when my mood's good, my relationship's good, yeah, I'm powerful. And the moment things don't go to plan, right, is the moment most people tap out, lean out. I'm not available anymore. Oh my goodness, I'm complaining, I'm blaming, I'm acting the victim. True power is power regardless of your circumstances. You are always powerful. And that doesn't mean you can't, you know, sometimes be angry, sometimes feel grief, sadness, whatever it is, full human range of the spectrum of emotions. But it's understanding that I am still in my power no matter what I experience. And part of me created that. So how do you lead from that energy? So now when I show up, the reason why I can be so authentic and own myself is because I have faced all the things that scare me. I have leaned into every single one of my insecurities. So now I can show up, be so vulnerable, be so triggering to a lot of people online and people can project all back to me. And I am so solid because I know this is who I am. And no matter what you tell me, I know the truth of who I am. You can call me a scam. You can call me a fraud. You can say I'm obnoxious, You can whatever, like put any label on me, but I know who I am at my core. And so personal power is really like anchoring into who are you? Who are you at your core? And when you become unshakable in yourself, you then become powerful in how you are perceived outwardly as well. Uh, absolutely. Because I mean, our outer world is just a reflection of what's going on within us, right? Yes. And it's so interesting, you know, so many people are like, oh, I, I want that person to change or I want them to, to think differently about me, but we're not doing the work within. Mm-hmm. Think right? differently about yourself. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's self-concept, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I I know that I saw a reel of yours go like completely viral. I mean, how many views did that have? 100 million views now, my viral <laughs> reel of me screaming and crying. <laughs> God, that was incredible. And I'm going to just, you know, go out on a limb here and suggest that you have to do a bit of work to create some safety within yourself to be seen and to be visible at that level. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, again, if you're the creator of your reality, your set point or your ceiling of what you are experiencing now is based off what you feel comfortable, familiar and safe with at this level, right? And so at one point, I I don't know if you remember, there was this big cancel culture thing happening in the industry and everyone was calling (laughs) the big leaders out. And it was quite, it was quite scary. It was quite confronting. And at that point, I remember, you know, I wasn't being canceled personally. I wasn't, you know, as big at at that time, but I remember um, actually that I felt contraction when I viewed that because I was like, well, what if they target me next? What if they judge me? What if I am canceled? And the only reason why past me had those thoughts was because again, I wasn't secure in who I was. If someone else could cancel me that easily, if someone could, you know, say something about me and then all of a sudden I feel so bad within myself is because I wasn't rooted properly in my truth and in my message of what I share today. So Mm -hmm. I had to really overcome that. And that reflected in my business. At that time, I was stagnated at around 5,000 followers. It just wasn't growing. I'd increase followers and people would unfollow, increase and unfollow. It would be the same pattern, right? And again, that's you could say it's a content marketing, but it was really myself. I didn't feel safe having and growing the capacity of my followers, allowing my reels to go viral. And so um, I had this really deep period of, of actually all my traumas coming up, all my triggers coming up and needing to alchemize that, actually feeling so safe being seen. And the thing is, if you don't feel safe being seen in front of others, it's actually because you don't see yourself 
right? You're not holding yourself in, can I see the ugly parts myself, the parts myself that I shame, the parts myself that I judge and hold it so neutrally, hold it with love, right? And so when I fully changed that, and again, it's been like almost four years now, my business, it's been such a journey. I remember the day before I posted that reel, I said, I'm ready for growth. I'm ready for my actions. I'm ready for criticism. I'm ready for projection. Like I'm ready for that because I know that you cannot grow and simultaneously avoid hate and criticism. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Like it's a law of polarity at play. You have a positive and it's a negative as well, but the negative doesn't mean it's bad. It's actually just strengthening your power. Like imagine if things were all easy all the time and you never were criticized and you never were judged, that wouldn't strengthen anything. That wouldn't build your character. You look at Beyonce, you look at Taylor Swift. It doesn't matter what big leader there's out there. I mean, there are haters, right? On And they also have fans. And so I had to fully accept that I wasn't ready for that until one day I just decided and I didn't necessarily think I'm going to go viral or my page is going to explode. I just said I'm ready. And then that day I happened to, or the next day I happened to post that reel and it just exploded. Like my tripling, my, my following tripled. Um, the reel went viral. I had so many more clients, customers that there was a lot of hate though, too. That's yeah. the thing. I had a lot of people in the comments saying, you know, what is this religion? Oh my gosh, all the things. And I could stay so neutral in it all right but before if that happened I would have hidden gone into contraction so yes there was so much work done behind the scenes in myself in my nervous system in my capacity to hold that and to see myself and then therefore that reflected outside as well mm, absolutely and how did you respond to the to the hate or, or not even respond is the right word but how did that feel you said you held it neutrally mm. yeah it's so interesting because I actually could view it and I just observed it as someone else's projection. Like it didn't activate me. It didn't trigger me. Like people are saying, oh, like what you're saying is wrong or um, go find Jesus or um, are you a lesbian? I don't know. The weirdest things. And it's so funny. Like these people have never been on my page. They're just seeing a six second reel. That's all. Like really, they're seeing a six second reel and basing all of their judgments around me off that, off six seconds. And you can really go back and be like, wow, how ludicrous is that? Like there were some people saying I was a scam or snake oil or I sh if I really cared about my business and I shouldn't be charging like some of the <laughs> most craziest things. And I just witnessed it for, for mm. that. It's just a stranger making a biased assumption about you, which is actually saying so much about them. I could actually see how they feel about themselves through that comment. And so that's the, the true thing of like, being healed and in your power is just neutrality. It's just looking at it, yeah. watching it neutral. And then if I were to get triggered or something activates me, which still, of course, today they do, I don't look at the person and go, how do I avoid that person? How do I avoid that comment? I look at, oh, what is this revealing within myself? What is this showing me within myself? And then I deal with that. And so now I welcome triggers. I welcome, you know, my wounds being prodded because that is the fastest route to my expansion. If you don't mm. see your wounds, if you're not available to get triggered, you're not available for evolution. How do you evolve if you can't see the areas in which you have weaknesses and limitations? So honestly, it just felt so neutral, so clean. Mm. But before it wouldn't have. So what changed? It was me. That's it. Yeah, that's really powerful what you said. You know, these triggers, are, they're such a gift. And mm. I think when we can shift that, shift our perspective to witness them as a gift, that's when we are truly like able to evolve and able to grow. As you said, the other thing I wanted to highlight as well, it was really powerful that you said that, you know, these strangers are basing their opinions of you on this six second reel. And I think that's very important to highlight for the listeners out there who might be kind of 
feeling afraid of, of this judgment and how, you know, wondering how they're going to deal with trolls and, and that sort of thing. So nobody knows you, only <laughs> you know you, right? Yeah. yeah. So true. It's like a stranger on the street just hurling comments at you. You'd be like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) you don't know me. Move on. And you would, and you would keep walking. Yeah, that's it. Would you go and attack them or fight them and justify and prove? And that's the thing. Like, if you feel the need to explain yourself and prove, then it goes to show you're not actually feeling solid within yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, that's so powerful, Katie. And so for somebody who really wants to like step into their personal power and really begin to own who they are, to know who they are so that they can show up with much more like authenticity and I don't fucking care what people say about me because I can hold it neutrally. Like what would you suggest would be the first thing for them to do? I would say it's a lot of the inner work. There's a couple of things. So the first thing is have a neutral relationship with yourself. Just like you were saying, being triggered is a gift. So one thing that shifted with me that really supercharged my growth was that I stopped seeing my weaknesses, shadows, and limitations as a negative thing or as an attack towards myself. Because all you need to do in order to step into your power is to alchemize these parts of yourself where you feel judged, criticized, not enough, whatever it is, so that when other people project that onto you, you don't feel it. That's all we're doing. But the fastest way to evolve and actually transcend these triggers is to see them neutrally, is to see them actually as a gift. What happened before is I was, you know, very much in in the spiritual space for a long time in the healing space. I studied kinesiology, mind-body medicine. I knew so many of my wounds. But the thing is, the difference is every time a wound came up, I was like, oh, my validation wound is coming out again. Like, oh my God, I thought I'd gotten over this. Oh, so annoying. It's like every time I was trying to get away, it was like these parts of me were wrong. I felt attacked. I felt belittled. I felt like I was sabotaging myself and it was a negative vibe. And so because I felt ashamed really, and and I loathed these parts of myself, I wasn't actively available for these parts to come up because every time they came up, I judged them, right? Mm -hmm. And you cannot heal what you judge and shame. So the moment that I started to see my patterns neutral and be like, oh yeah, I want to see the ugly parts of myself. I want to see my weaknesses. I want to see the, 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 all of the wounds. It's not bad. It's actually good because the more I see them, the more I alchemize, the more I transcend. I cannot heal what I am ashamed of because you naturally avoid shame. You'll mm. naturally push down the wounds because like, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them because it means I'm attacked and you'll start getting defensive. I opened myself up to that and really like radically, honestly looked at myself and said, okay, like, where am I feeling judgment? Where do I hold shame? And it's your dynamic in the relationship around your wounds, which then lifts the heaviness. And so you actually allowed to see them more because when you are not ashamed of them, when you own them, you see them, when you see them, you heal them. So that was one of the quickest things, just see yourself mutually. It's just information. That's all it is. It's just pure information. You get the information and then you transcend it. So that relationship dynamic really, really helped because until you stop shaming or until you keep shaming, you'll never transcend your wounds. And then um, the other thing was continuing to lean in, right? Mm. Because again, it's like you can have your wounds, you can have your fear. With personal power, it's leaning into your edge. So I'll see where I felt judged. I'd see where I felt small. I'd see where I was avoiding and I, I leaned in right? When I didn't want to post, I leaned in and I did the thing. When I had fear, I leaned in. I did think when I was afraid of saying what I wanted to say, of being vulnerable or sharing a certain message, because I thought I would trigger people, I leaned in and did it anyway. And it's just a muscle. The more you do it and you lean in and you realize, oh, 
I'm not dead. I'm not going to die from this. The world's all okay. This is not as big as a deal as I thought. Then you strengthen it and you actually neutralize it. So having neutrality, neutral observation around your patterns, leaning into seeing them and also stop hiding, stop avoiding because Mm. your personal power is there. It's just that you're diluting it from hiding. And the more you hide, this is why people are exhausted. They're like, oh my God, it's like life's so hard. It's so exhausting. Yeah, because you're hiding because you're avoiding there's all these things that you secretly want to do but you're not doing it and that's why you're feeling so much resistance if you just did it afterwards you'd be like oh my gosh it's so easy and that also creates momentum as well yeah and that's so energizing isn't it because Mm -hmm. when we're hiding you're literally like thinking about who we're being right we're literally think about it and consider like oh how am I going to show up today which mask do I need to put on it's fucking exhausting I've absolutely been there too Mm -hmm. that's really challenging and so let's talk a little bit about the quantum world as well, because yeah. I've been following you for years, Katie, and I've just loved, I've loved watching your journey unfold. I've done a few of your masterclasses, which have just been like transformational. Um, so tell us a little bit about the work that you do around like quantum and, and manifestation and that sort of thing. Mm, yes. Okay. So I like to say quantum is like manifestation on drugs. It really just takes it to the next level. We're not just like, oh, let's pick a certain thing and manifest it. And I have these goals. Like the quantum realm is the fertile field where every single potentiality, opportunity, version of you, timeline, parallel reality already exists, but it exists as energy. The reason why you have a desire, the reason why you have a download or an idea, or you have an intuitive hit purely is because we are connected to this infinite field of information, super conscious or the quantum field. And so the quantum work really takes it to the next level because actually understanding that if everything already exists now, that means that I am not creating anything. I'm not even attracting anything. I am just jumping timelines. So when people say, oh, you had a quantum leap, all it means is accessing that version of you that's already there in the quantum field. The version of you that has a million dollar business is in love with your soulmate, has the house, the car, the family, whatever it is. It's tuning into that and realizing that there is no time, right? There is no time. There is no space. And so you can attract and be that now. So many people are stuck in this hamster wheel because we're taught this in conventional society have a goal work towards it you need to do all of these steps there's a sequence to get there but there is no sequence some people wake up and they literally win the lottery and it's one million dollars is downloaded and transferred into their bank account that day it's the same you know with illogical growth you need to realize that there are no limits there truly are no limits in what you can do be have or achieve so the quantum work is understanding I am at the level that I am now, like my physical reality is just feedback for who I am being, right? So I attract, I create based on who I am being. And if it already exists in the quantum field, all I need to do is show up as if I already have it, right? And then that will reflect in my reality. So recognizing that there's nothing else really that you need to do, you just need to show up as that person. Stop wanting it, stop desiring it, stop working towards it because that's all lack. You're saying I don't have it. Show up as if you're already there. Who would you be if you already anchored into that identity? So this is why the quantum work is so powerful because we no longer have to, you know, work so hard or do all this stuff and and tickle these boxes. It's just like I can receive now and create totally unrealistic, illogical results purely because I'm tapped into the quantum field and I always know the path of least resistance. I truly believe your highest timeline is trying to manifest its way to 
you right now, but people resist it because it's not in the way that they thought it is. Part of the quantum field is actually part of the unknown. We do not know what is going to happen in the next moment, but every single time we anticipate something, we create it. We are deciding in every single moment from the moment you wake up in the morning, you think, oh, what are the emotions that I'm going to have? Who are the people that I'm going to have? The conversations I'm going to have? Are you going to make money today or not? Mm-hmm. What food are you going to eat? How are you going to feel about yourself? The moment before you look into the mirror, what are you looking for? Are you looking for your sexy, awesome, ripped body? Or are you looking for bloating, cellulite, and cystic acne, right? Mm-hmm. Every single moment we are creating based of our expectation and our expectations are based on the past, right? And this is why people are recreating their reality again and again and again, because 95% of our thoughts are based on the past. What if this was the moment right before your quantum leap, right? This is the moment that you're going to receive the client, make all the money, your manifestations are going to happen. Stop seeing it something separate to you. Stop seeing it something outside of you. Nothing actually exists outside of this now moment because time itself is an illusion. Mm, Time is an illusion. Oh, that was one of the most powerful realizations or most powerful things that I allowed to actually land. And when it lands, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's all energy and it's who I am being Mm -hmm. in this moment. Right. I think that's so incredible. And um, so you talked a bit about who, who I am being and it's about who, yeah, it's about who we're being. So somebody who is like, all right, I've got these epic big goals that I want to achieve for 2024. What is, what is the most, what's the word I'm looking for? The most important thing, the most pivotal thing that they can be doing to quantum leap themselves into the reality that they, that they desire to be in. Yes. It is the identity work first Mm -hmm. paired with the embodied action, right? So manifestation, even though everything's energy and it's who I am being that creates what I am a match for who you are being in your identity is an accumulation of not just your emotions, not just your thoughts, not just your expectations, but also your actions. Like if if you were just meditating all day saying, I am a buff person and I have a six pack and I'm an Olympic athlete, but you don't go to the gym. How are you a match for that, right? (laughs) Like your certain identity holds all of these codes and you have to be so radically honest with yourself and real with yourself of like, where am I not showing up as that version of me, Mm -hmm. right? Like if I had the money, if I had the business, I would be showing up in this way differently I would have different messaging I would walk differently I would talk differently I would stop complaining like really dissect every single level of your reality and some people say well I don't have the money or I'm not there yet it's not so much around the logical things that you would do but it's more the frequency and who you show up as like if you are a leader you would you would show up differently versus if you perceive yourself as a beginner. And this is a mistake a lot of new entrepreneurs do. They're like, I'm a beginner. Welcome to the space. Welcome to my business. And it's like, it's beginner vibes. How do you expect to build an empire if you're acting as a beginner? You're only a match for beginner energy, right? Mm-hmm. And that attracts totally different you know, clients and audience versus I'm here and I'm the coach. I'm the industry leader. And you can do that from day one if you decide. Stop yeah. being apologetic about things. Stop trying to explain. Stop trying to prove. Stop trying to, um, you know, over deliver so much and overcompensate just be who you are just be so grounded in that and be your next level self right and we know um honestly within ourselves like you know maybe you have to let go of some friends let go of old habits bring on new things you need to make space for that next level version of you and take the embodied action don't take action if you're trying to get there right and this is the thing it's not about the specific action that you take it's actually the intention and the energy behind the action that you take right so Let's just say 
posting consistently. One person is posting consistently because they think they need to post consistently to get clients versus someone else is posting consistently because they believe that they're already there. They're already an industry leader. So therefore I'm posting consistently. It is what you do and the energy underlying that which matters. So if you are already that version of yourself, already having that goal, what would the actions be that you're taking? Because you know that there's nothing that you have to do to get there. So now we want to take action. People just think, oh, like I wouldn't do anything. That's a lie because ultimately (laughs) we want to create, we want to play, we want to do. Like if you know that there's nothing required of you, how would you actually show up? And that's the true aligned, authentic energy. Like there's so much that I do. You know, I love to post consistently. I show up, I see my friends, you know, I cook, I do all this stuff. It's like, I know I don't have to. It's coming from the energy of I want to. And this is the highest expression of me. And so that's the energy that you have to tap into if you want to close the gap between where you are now and your desire. Simply be her. As long as there is a gap, there's going to create be distance. There's going to be separation and you're not going to be there, right? The moment that you are that version of you, you access it in the quantum field. You show up and you start waiting for evidence. You start waiting for money. You start waiting for love to feel wealthy, to feel love, to feel free, that's when it drops in, right? And that's also personal power. I lead regardless. I show up as my higher self regardless. I don't need to wait for my external reality to change before I stop being the victim. I am wanting to be the creator, not just because I want to manifest physical things, but because it's liberating to be the creator. My most authentic self isn't the victim. My most highest self is the creator of her reality. And it's such a liberating, powerful state to actually be in. Oh my God, absolutely. And the whole, you know, starting your business as the beginner. And I've got to talk like the beginner because that's yeah. where I am. That's kind of holding on to the the belief that everything has to happen in a sequence, mm-hmm. right? Whereas in the yeah. quantum, there's no such thing. No. And that's how people quantum leap because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I want to be an industry leader. So therefore I'm going to talk like an industry leader. I'm not going to prove, I'm not going to explain. I'm not going to handle objections. I'm not going to do all this because I do none of that, right? Yeah. I'm just unapologetic. Like you get me or you don't. Yeah. Like you're either at this level or you're not. And that's fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, And then that's how you want to look. Like I've seen people like even one of my coaches that I'm working with now, literally her first year in business was a million dollar business. Mm. Right. And purely because she showed up as the leader from day one. Um, So it's all up to you. Like your results are based off the frequency that you are operating at right now. Mm, absolutely. And we show up as the leader from day one by really stepping into our personal power, owning who the fuck we are mm-hmm. and choosing to be that embodied version. I yes. love that so, so much. I love that so much. Katie, I don't have any more questions for you. Is there anything else that you are really passionate about that is really like getting your juices flowing at the moment that you would love to chat about? Ooh, I actually feel like we've actually talked about a lot of things like personal power. That's really what I love talking about at the moment. Um, The whole trigger situation, like seeing your wounds. Mm. Um, What else? I think, yeah, like, okay. One of the biggest things for me, that's a big part of my business is the devotion piece, which I feel like we could touch on more. So, you know, a lot of people, they talk about discipline or motivation and it's like, how do I stay so consistent in business? How do I continue showing up? How am I so dedicated? The reason why is because I have this devotion piece. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about this. It's just like, if you have this dream, if you have this desire, go for it. And then people, you know, end up lacking the momentum or lacking the motivation and, and things stagnate. In everything that I do, I see it as I am the creator of my reality. I incarnated 
on this planet to experience the full entire spectrum, the full entire experience and to uplift the humanity, you know, the, the consciousness of humanity. And it all comes down to what is my divine mission, not just in my business, but in everything. And that's to elevate humanity. So just before I was at the grocery store and I was talking to, you know, the lady at the checkout and I see that as part of my mission. I'm up leveling her. I am, you know, giving her positive vibes by talking to her, by being present, by listening, by giving eye contact. And so in everything that I do, it's not a question of do I do this or don't I? Like I've got this desire because it is a divine mission. God implanted this in me in order to fulfill this. Like we are all the chosen ones. We all have this legacy. We all have this mission. And the reason why people get stuck and people stagnate is because they haven't connected and they've lost that connection to their why. So everyone talks about Mm. connect to your why, connect to your why. But ultimately like your why is divine. Your why is the universe. Your why comes down to God. It is like you are so devoted to bringing this divine mission here on earth. And every single time I hold myself back and I hide, I am doing a disservice. My business isn't about me. My business isn't about the money. And I feel like so often people enter it from this space. Like it looks so glamorous on the outside, like make multiple six figures and fly around the world and, you know, make all this money and all this stuff. And and it's like, yeah, it is that. But it's also like, if you don't have a deeper why, the money and the lifestyle is not going to be the greatest motivator because business, it's easy, but it's also challenging, right? You're going to have people who break contracts, who default payments, who copy you, who criticize you. Like it's a lot. You have to wear a lot of hats. And the reason why it's easy for me and harder for others is because I have nailed the devotion piece and other people have forgotten it. They're like, oh, it's not, it's not worth it. What do you mean? Like my business is always worth it because me not showing up is a disservice to this world, right? The other day I was in the airport and I wanted, I had a download and I wanted to share it. And I'm like, I don't care if there's 20 people watching me. I'm going to post this right now because not posting just because I'm in public, just because I'm afraid of judgment is self-absorption. Mm. Most people, the reason why they held back is because of their own personal fears. Your personal fears, it's selfish. If you think about it, like it's your own shit. You're not going to show up purely because you're afraid of judgment when You know, there are 10 million people out there needing your message, needing your gift. Like imagine if I was afraid of being vulnerable. So I didn't post that reel that got seen by 100 million people. The amount of comments on that reel that said you gate literally brought me to tears Mm. from watching that. They wouldn't have been impacted if I gave in to my selfish fears around, oh, I'm scared to be vulnerable. I'm scared to put myself out there. This is the leading key factor in everything that you do. You know, it's not just I want to achieve this goal and I want the materialistic, you know, expression. It's I am devoted to God, to my truth, to the universe, to the divine mission and to being my highest self. So this is how I don't get derailed and how I have so much focus and consistency is because every morning I wake up and I'm like, I'm breathing, I'm alive. I have a mission to complete. I, I, I'm uplifting humanity and that encompasses everything. Me going to the gym is my highest self-expression. You know, me um, not respecting my body isn't. And so in everything that I do will be like, what is the decision that carries the most devotion rather than, oh, it's just discipline or, oh, I'm just motivated and these things waver. Devotion is always there. So that's such a key part of my business that I help other women tap into as well when starting their business or if they've ever, you know, forgotten that it's like coming back into that. It just gives you unlimited fuel and unlimited energy. 
Absolutely. And like you said, service first. Mm -hmm. And when we, because I think that can get lost so easily in this industry. It's like money, money, money. And, you know, who's working with the most clients? When we come back to service first, we realize that our mission and each and every one of us, I believe, who is called to do this work has got a mission that is bigger than what we could even imagine right now. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like to say as well, like, are you here just to, um, sign a client or you're here to serve so often it's like I want to I want to sign five clients like yeah sell 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 like oh my god I hit the goal five clients like like you're helping five people it's not just five clients numbers you've made 20,000 like it's people stop trying to just fill your programs help people like we're getting into this mindset of like 100k months 20 people my program five private clients it's not about that at all it's about the fact that you are impacting people so when you see it as like stop trying to sign a client and you start trying to impact and serve and help it just really changes the game and how could you get demotivated and also how could you not succeed if you're just serving like it is inevitable that you are going to succeed because you are literally transforming people's lives Yep. Uh, literally, I completely agree with you on that. And I think even just like a subtle shift in the language that we use, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how can I sign five clients? How can I impact five people? Right. There's just such different energy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way you show up, the way you sell, the way you would um, lead and, and implement would be different. Yeah, exactly. And so you're so tapped into like to your mission, mm-hmm. right? Do you ever have those moments where, I mean, obviously you have moments where it feels feels tough, Like, so what do you do to bring yourself back? I always come back to, is this problem or my mission more important? Mm. And it's like the problem always dissolves. Like what? I have a client that um, defaults their payment or a trademark issue or someone trying to tear me down. Like, so what? It's literally just an obstacle. And that's the thing of like, when I talk to people, they're like, oh, I want to write this book. I want to start my business. But all of these obstacles. And I'm like, what's more important? Yeah. The people you're going to impact or the obstacles that big that it's not worth like doing your thing. And it's like, it's just a speed bump. It's just like this little blip. Stop seeing it as a wall, as a setback. It's just a little hurdle, right? And so, yeah, I actually like had moments before I was like, oh, like maybe I'll I'll stop my business to be honest because I was so detached again yeah, from right. the mission. Um, but lately, like the past year or so, I haven't felt that at all. I felt challenged for sure, but as it, literally it's a, a one second thing. Is it an obstacle compared to my divine mission? Like what's more important? And it's like everything pales in comparison. What could be more important than my divine mission? And ultimately the only thing would be me. Like the only reason I would take a step back or or change something is if I, you know, had a major health issue or, or something like that where I have to put myself first because I ultimately you have to be before your business, not your business before you. But that doesn't mean your fears, right? It's mm-hmm. respecting you. There's a difference there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's literally just like one moment. And, you know, people go into, oh, I need to heal my judgment. I need to heal my shame. And like, we go way too many layers deep. It's like, no, you don't need to like, like yeah, heal it. But you don't need to work on all of that. Literally just think my my mission. That's it. And then it's like, oh, yeah. my, my judgment, my fear of judgment doesn't matter. And that's how business becomes so easy for me because, yeah, the ch- challenges literally just dissolve into tiny little blips when I um, access and remember my mission. That's incredible because the mission is always going to be so much bigger. Mm, exactly. Oh. Like nothing compares. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so much. Thank you so, so much for talking to me today. Uh, Can you just let the listeners know where they can find you, uh, if there's ways that they can work with you if they want to know more? 
Yeah, for sure. So if you love this conversation and want to dive deep into the quantum, into, you know, aligned business, then I am most active on Instagram. My handle is at katie.wilkinson with two ends at the end. I also have my own podcast called Conscious Queens. You can find that on most platforms. And if you want to dive into the quantum, I have my signature masterclass, which is called Quantum Attraction. And this is where we go through the science um, behind, science and physics actually behind manifestation, the quantum field, how to access that and how to collapse time as well, how to initiate a quantum by choice. It's not just something that happens coincidentally or by chance. And I also have my membership, which is called Conscious Queens as well. So it's a Conscious Queens Collective. This is where you can access all of my past um, one-off trainings and masterclasses. There are 75 pre-recorded lessons on the inside. And we also have three live calls per month including one masterclass, one live healing call and a Q&A. So it's literally everything that you need to up-level in your business, in your personal power and in your wealth. Incredible. Thank you so, so much, beautiful lady. That was incredible. You shared so much magic with us and I am truly so grateful. Thank you so much for having me on here. This was such an epic conversation and I'm sure that people got a lot out of it. It was a good one. No doubt. Thank you so, so much.